Welcome, welcome everyone back to another episode of Neon Jellyfish Arcade. I am your host as always and with Philip and with me as always is Sean. How are you doing, Sean? Um, super. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, this week we'll be looking at uh, Back for Blood. Um, just We've been playing it um, most of this weekend, so we'll just be giving you a kind of a review um, just of what if we think, if we recommend it, if we don't recommend it. But first, we look at what we've been playing this week. So what have you been playing, Sean? Obviously, Back for Blood. Um, not a whole lot of anything else. So really, as I said, I did a bit dabbling in Mario. Uh, been meaning to but i haven't done this shit before ahead of the animal crossing paid dlc and the, the non-paid dlc on november 5th sort out my island on that that's something i keep meaning to do but every time i go to do it i end up having something else to do so i've just not been able to dedicate the time to doing it but that's that and metroid dread the two games i feel i need to sort of carve out Pardon me, so need to carve out a bit of time for, but um, obviously I've played Animal Crossing a bunch already, but Metroid Dread hasn't, hasn't even been started yet, but obviously it's been reviewed really well, well and a lot of people are saying it's going to be in the conversation at least for sort of game of the year, so it'd be interesting to, because apparently those nominations should be on there. On their way, I've got feeling the cutoff is like mid-November, so I don't think obviously we're here obviously before then. But um, no, I haven't heard anything. Um, I must admit it's kind of gone under the radar. But I well, the date's I'm... been set, hasn't it? But I can't remember what that is. It's something like the ninth. Yeah, same day um, as Halo. Coincidence. <laughs> Let's see how deep this rabbit hole goes. Um, as like you, I've been playing Back for Blood. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops and Warzone released their Halloween event. The Haunt, no, the Ghosts of Verdansk. Um, not as good as last year's of the Haunted of Verdansk, which Infinity Wards kind of look looked over with Raven. Um, they've done the Ghosts this time. Not the event last year was amazing because it had zombies. It was much more fun and frantic. This year, the zombies are replaced by ghosts, and you only get one life, and that's it. Like, you're out. Like, <laughs> I do apologise for the coughing. Um, so it's just not. I I, th- I don't think it was a fun event um, compared to last year. I thought last year was re- was a surprise, really good surprise. Um, and obviously we've been playing back for blood, but we'll be getting into that momentarily. I just wanted to go through two emails that we got in um, regarding our Nintendo chat. Um, so thank you for those who emailed in. Um, the first one comes in at. at Chaos K. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why people just... Got, you can use your real names, <laughs> just in case you were emailing. You don't have to use a username. <laughs> or if you could say, prefer not to, you can say. So, um, hi, guys. Shout out to you last week for calling Nintendo fans. Um, that's where Nintendo cares about them, but they don't. They care about profit. Um, some of people are defending Nintendo for charging $60 for $20 nintendo select wii wii ports on the switch some of them perform mental gymnastics consistently to justify these practices nintendo online surface is still bare bones the e-shop is terrible the snes nes library should have been proof that nintendo will not ch- will not change it's 2021 the switch has games that you can't even transfer data to another switch smoothly people will be playing for cloud services and some games can't even move data to another switch is that true 
We'll link it. Yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's stuff that's not cloud based. You can't. So animal. So I think some of the Pokemon games. That some. Well, whether you believe this or not, uh, I think Nintendo said it for sort of cheating reasons and and people sort of manipulating the game is why they don't have cloud saves on stuff like Animal Crossing and Pokemon and Splatoon. Um, <clears throat> so that is local to that system and that system only. So yeah, that person's right. I don't know if it's <laughs> if it covers all the Pokemon games, but uh, I'm pretty sure it did the uh, Let's Go series. I'm not 100% sure about Sword and Shield, but it wouldn't surprise me if, because they're similar style of game. But basically, yeah, there's those games aren't saved in the cloud. So if you got if you was on a current switch and you fancied the OLED, you wouldn't be able to take that data with you, type of thing. Like it I would be that is. Yeah, be I mean, I shouldn't, be, machine. I shouldn't be surprised, but it's, it's still surprising. Um, um, the the like Animal Crossing is a slight get around. <laughs> uh, I've, I've not tried this personally, but there is a free downloadable app on the eShop, which allows you to transfer island data between two, because the, the island is it's locked into that system. So you can't take that sort of anywhere. But you'd need both switches, sort of. So you'd need to own both of them at the same time. Like you wouldn't be able to trade one in, buy a new one, because the one you've traded in, you've got rid of. So you need to be able to have them sort of side by side, so to speak. And you'll use the data. You'll use this. I forget what the app's called, but there's a free app on the store that allows you to transfer your island data from one switch to another for Animal Crossing. So Animal Crossing does have a workaround, but as the guy says, it's not, it's definitely not, it's not smooth, ideal. Really. Yeah. Um, so thank you for calling out uh, for all these uh, Nintendo worshippers that then please demand more and demand more quality from Nintendo. Um, thank you. And that's from KOSK. So I didn't actually know that. <laughs> it must have been when I read that, I didn't actually quite understand it. But I think I was just skim reading through. But, uh, it's I mean, archaic. don't get me wrong. He's got a point. I mean, I guess the only thing to some degree, it's because Nintendo, whether you argue they're a bit like Disney and they lock some of their old titles behind, like in a vault type of thing, and only let them come out to play every so often type of thing, people will be like, Not anymore, though. What do you mean? For Disney, for Disney, not anymore. Oh, yeah, I was just using that as an analogy type of thing. Yeah, no, it was, it was, that's Yeah, yeah, I know it is because, by the way, if you've got Disney Plus, and I guess this is a similar. Ish type not. of thing, but you've thrown me like completely off the point I was making is basically <laughs> they've got the if people want to play those games, I guess it's just down for the individual to justify whether they want to play those games or or not, whether the price justifies them sort of jumping in or not. And I get well, I guess we'll see, won't we? Time will tell whether people will say in the UK it's about 35 36 pound a year is too much for the additional N64 and Sega Mega I mean the Sega Mega Drive thing is a bit mm, because most of those games you can buy on a collection pack anyway so for, there's a Sega Mega Drive collection game on the Switch which I think 
uh, include sort of seven out of the sort of nine or 12 get you know the majority of the games that are in that thing are available for purchase as part of that pack anyway um some people have suggested though on twitter like these sort of leakers and that a part of the reason that that price went up so high is because of the licensing around getting sega on board and stuff like that some people might say well get rid of sega and reduce the price type of thing um some people have speculated, I'm not just necessarily justifying it, but whether Sega Saturn or Dreamcast might be, you know, if they're looking to add more systems. But again, this is where it gets a bit sort of a bit messy, I guess, because like that person that just wrote in sort of said, like they'd rather have the sort of voice chat and the sort of more robust cloud saves, shall we say, and the ability to message other players and, and, sort of the features that are available on like the Xbox and the PlayStation. Um, more of those features, whereas Nintendo have sort of chucked in the, the very bare bones and the way they're trying to add value is by adding games, not necessarily improving the, the service. Like they yeah, don't no. have like the dedicated servers or, or anything like that. Um, but you, obviously you can play online, but the, I guess Nintendo said, well, the way we add value is to add games, but I guess it depends on which side side of the fence you sort of sit. You some people. Well, let me go to the next email before. You. So this one comes in from Dave. See, I think this is from someone we know, but maybe not because <laughs> um, he just put Dave down. Um, so hi guys. <laughs> That's a clue to someone we know. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know offline. Um, um, you know, I was hyped for the N64 finally be released for Switch. Knowing Nintendo, N64 games will run correctly and optimise properly on their own platform. I always had trouble running N64 games properly through emulation. Um, sure, emulators have gotten better, but there are still so many glitches and performance issues with them. I thought with this, I would have to worry about rubbish like that. Yeah, I was ready to pay a small extra for N64, but $50, dollars um, $50 assume he's from america and um, that's insane sorry but no nintendo is already hard enough to justify 20 bucks for nso nintendo services online that i barely use but an extra 30 just so i can play uh for the free n64 games i really care about no thanks thanks for the show so there we are another comment so it was just interesting what we put out there <laughs> you still got comments. you know and a lot of people i mean i guess the proof of the pudding eventually comes down to who's gonna buy it uh, like i said if you don't like it or don't just because some people have sort of said like i've watched an interesting video in the week of um i don't know if you've heard of this guy austin john plays um but he does a lot of pokemon stuff and but he was reviewing it not from necessarily a nostalgia point of view but basically if you wanted to from a value point of view if you want without using any illegal methods type of thing. Um, but if you wanted to play it, I know not all emulations sort of illegal technically, if you own a, if you own a copy of the game, it, you're sort of allowed to emulate is my understanding type of thing you'll make because you've actually purchased that you can see you've got a purchased kind of copy. So emulations, but you're just finding a more ideal way to play it. In today's uh, I, don't world. That's, I don't think that's acceptable. I think it is. I think you're all sort of allowed emulation if you've, if you've kind of proven you've already bought the the, the product. 
Okay, I didn't think that was. Uh, I, I could be wrong. I, I was under the impression that that that's the because obviously they, not all. I think because <laughs> emulation can go on. I think with some of these IPs and stuff, as long as they're not kind of making profit from them, because obviously then you are profiting from someone else's sort of intellectual property and 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 work. So I think that's sort of where. I'll be honest, I don't really follow follow the emulation scene too much, but that's part of my understanding is like it's a sort of free crowd sort of source sort of area. And as, as long as you're not making profit off of the back of Nintendo, because obviously or Sony or whoever it might be, then that's sort of fine type of thing. Because obviously if you're if I'm making profit by giving out Nintendo or Microsoft or whatever ROMs for all these different games and Microsoft and Nintendo or whoever aren't receiving any money for it, that's where the issue comes in. But the idea is, obviously, if you already own a copy of Halo and you, I'm giving you a ROM of Halo for you to play it, then that's... Uh, my understanding is that that's sort of fine. But again, I don't really follow that. But uh, I, I mean, I don't know. But I, to me, that sounds very murky water because if I was to buy a copy of something and then give you, give all my friends a copy, even though I'm not profiting from it, I'm also... Well, no, because out... they won't own a copy. They need to own the copy. So okay. all your friends you're giving the ROM to would also need to own the copy. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you're allowed to have a digital backup basically the idea is you're allowed to have a digital backup of the role let's face as it, long people... as you still have a hard copy yeah, okay but let's face it people so if are... i've got an original hold on, hold on. NES, yeah, no... I, I get that i get that i get that but what i'm saying is that um let's face it, people that are doing these i mean nintendo have gone to shut them down these emulations because they don't want people um but playing sometimes it. i think they uh, yeah i mean i think nintendo sort of go after the ones that are trying to also profit off of them a lot of the time like I said, I don't feel you can look to make, because technically you're making profit off of, as it were, the original artist, but the artists see, I don't were, see aren't it getting as anything. Because oh, everyone I've seen is that you can get pretty much any Nintendo game for free on the emulation. No one seems to be profiting from it. Um, no, but some companies do. That's what I mean. Some and that's companies, why they, okay, but then that's, that's why they go after them, because yeah, obviously but, you're okay. profiting off of, it's like okay, selling the majority, a of The majority are free. And that's what they want to shut down. Because if you're offering something for free, why would I pay for it? It's not why. It's because someone. Because if I'm going to pay somebody for it, I might as well pay the official company. That just seems to make sense. A lot of the time, I I mean, maybe we don't necessarily go down. I just don't know enough about it. Well, I'm just looking at it on the line just now, and you can download the Dolphin emulator for Nintendo, and you can play all GameCube games, all Nintendo 64 games. As long as you download them, and there is no charge whatsoever. Yeah, and... no, there isn't. And I said there wouldn't be a charge in most cases. But that's what Nintendo wants to shut down. Because why would I pay Nintendo the extra thirty, like that other guy said in his email? When because I suppose there is glitches and problems with it, so he can just go straight to the source. But it's like, why would I pay an extra thirty when I can just? Yeah, do but it I mean, the, the majority of people, I guess, just don't do that. No, because I, it's I, a I load of hassle. It's like it why it people, is. to some degree, play consoles over pc in the first place you know when you pick up a, a game for the nintendo switch and it and you've got a nintendo switch that the two are going to be compatible Whereas Just... i guess when you pick up a pc game you might have to tinker with settings I, I, so i guess that's part of the re- if you're a bit more of a pc gamer i guess emulation is probably a bit more up your street because you're probably a bit more technical 
minded in that regard anyway. Like you don't oh, just want to sit down and play. This, just closing comments. I think all this just highlights is Nintendo is out of touch. I don't think it's that the price is that bad. Just my closing comments. I think Nintendo is just out of touch and they realize and they're just making as much money as the market will allow them. What's your closing comments? Well, I don't know if it's a case that they're out of touch and they realize it. I mean, I think they, they definitely, they need to, so the, uh, to my personal opinion, is probably there's a miscommunication. As I said, Nintendo probably feels they're adding value by adding games. Uh, whereas people would say, well, if it's an online service, you should be adding value by improving the actual service. And I feel that's where the the issue occurs is that you've got two different takes on how do we add value to the service. Nintendo's like, well, we add content. Um <laughs> Whereas a lot of people might say, well, to some degree, I don't care too much about the content, just improve how the service actually runs type of thing. I mean, I guess I'm personally, the additional price bump doesn't bother me too much because as I think I said last week, I was planning to buy the Animal Crossing DLC. I mean, the rumours are, again, these are just rumours like, or speculation, I guess, not even rumours, is whether they'll add more DLC. Because obviously, if you're not interested in Animal Crossing, I get it feels very steep for the N64 games. I know you get the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive games in there anyway, but obviously, as I said, you can most people, if they're as interested in those games, might have that Sega Genesis collection game on the Switch already, which counts for most of those games in that collection. So if you don't, if you're not interested in Animal Crossing and you are interested in retro games then you'll yeah. be pl- paying that big price bump, more okay. or less, purely for N64 games. And I feel Nintendo, they even need to maybe try and separate it out so they have a subscription service for a bit like the Netflix of games for their yeah. back catalogue and yeah. the service. Or Okay, they... we're going to have to call it there. That's my closing comments. Yeah. Now. <laughs> it's <not> a new <laughs> discussion. <laughs> it was the whole kind of go round. Um, but I'm sure it will carry on um, that one. Well, moving on, um, just a quick uh, update. Um, we obviously talked about um, GTA um, Definitive Edition. This week it was officially announced um, with a trailer comparing the old graphics to the new graphics um, that came out. It was a bit of a mixed reaction from what I could tell, especially for myself. I wasn't sure <laughs> Sorry, where I stood on this. Um, myself, but I, I thought it was quite an interesting take that they see. You saw the trailer as well, Sean. Um, I didn't did actually watch it. Uh, I don't. Oh, I, did. I, I wasn't aware it had dropped. I saw that it was announced for November. It doesn't have a date in November. November the eleventh. Oh, okay. So November eleventh is when this comes out. This comes out for sixty pounds, sixty dollars, um, and you'll get all three games in the collection. And one thing that hasn't been so. They, Microsoft have a deal with Rockstar that GTA San Andreas, the definitive edition, just that game will be coming to Game Pass on November the 11th. All Game Pass um, subscribers can play that game with their subscription. PlayStation has a deal with Rockstar that they'll be getting GTA 3, the definitive edition, just that game on the PlayStation Now service. That will be three weeks after November the 11th. So quick maths, it'll be around about November the 30th sometime then. So they're the definitive editions. There was a, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a rumor because there was only a couple of people that were speculating that Nintendo Switch might be getting the Vice City 
Um, but then they don't have a serve. Maybe they could add that onto the Nintendo expansion pass. Um, but, well, no, they would include because Nintendo. I'm joking. Well, uh, no, no, no. Joking. But I'm, it's the point I'm making is every now and again because I got a feeling from this weekend there's a, I can't remember what the game is. But every now and again they give you trials to games for like a week if you've got uh, if you've got the membership. So they do give you. Uh, I can't think of the last one. They okay, do. I know they've done on, one. Back on GTA. Back on GTA. Well, I was just clarifying. Yeah, I know. No, we don't. Count there. I thought it was, uh, was it? It was it. It was tongue in cheek. I know we don't need clarification. Um, so we were talking. So back to GTA. So it is a good thing for the Game Pass because I do think you're getting the best game in theory. I, for me personally, I would actually prefer GTA Three, but that is because I'm more nostalgic towards GTA Three. Um, it's one of those things that I think everyone's happy, but I was like, oh, it's actually wish I could get GTA 3 because um, I won't be buying it straight away because you know, I haven't budgeted for it there's a lot of games coming out in November and that's just the one I do not have enough money for but at least I at least can play one of them um, for free and with the graphics you, you should have saw the trailer <laughs> because the graphics it's an interesting they, it's stylized so they unlike GTA for, for 5 and the Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2 this is a stylized version of um, all three games, especially the character models. Now, I do appreciate the games go from 2001 to 2004 to obviously 2021, but it, it does feel a little bit cartoony and not in a good way. Some of the character models are, are pretty bad, and I would say actually pretty bad. I think the world is okay. Um, I didn't expect them to do too much with the world, um, apart from just give it upgrades graphics, but yeah, some of the character models just look goofy. Almost like, I'm trying to think of a game, almost Fortnite-esque, but low-res Fortnite-esque. That's the way it's looking at the moment, which I don't think is the... I mean, maybe they had to do it, because I think they had to do something, because if you remember back in the day, their hands were just blocks, no fingers. Yeah. So it's an interesting take that they've done. Um it, it, the main, I think the main thing is how it plays. If it plays like GTA Five, I think a lot can be forgiven because that is where I think most of it's going to come from. But <laughs> I mean, I was knocking Mass Effect earlier this year. Well, so far, when we come to remakes, I would actually say Mass Effect is actually the golden star of um, remakes or remasters. Yeah, it's going to say remaster. It's more of a remaster than a remake. <laughs> yeah, so I would say actually. That is actually the best remaster we've had, and I don't even think too much of that. But I think that's the best. See, I remaster. thought that was really good. I really enjoyed going back to this point. Yeah, well, it's so far. I see they've done a good job with that one. I know they're. I mean, a lot of people game. seem to hold the gold and stuff for a remake. I guess is. Well, it depends. Because I guess you can go to it too. But, but I know a lot of people said Crash Bandicoot: The Insane Trilogy was a really good actual remake. Yeah, think... that was good. Another standout example of a remake would be Resident Evil 2. A lot of people seem to... I'll be honest, I've never played Resident Evil 2, but just from the way people talk about it, that seems to be like a one that people really... I mean, I don't know if I'd include something like Final Fantasy 7 in the conversation, because that's a remake over three or four games <laughs> by the sound of it. And obviously they've only done part one so far, so I don't know whether that quiet is part of the same conversation. It's like taking the same, yeah. I, I guess technically it is a remake, but it's sort of a, another one. Just to sidestep a bit. Yeah, get back on track. Um, so 
Yeah, that's always come out. Would you? Are you looking forward to playing San Andreas? Will you be dipping your toes in with your Game Pass subscription? Probably not. Um, I, I'm not a massive fan of GTA, to be honest. I'd be more interested in the Vice City one, maybe for the sort of 80s theme and, and stuff like that. But it's not something I'm kind of desperate to sort of rush to. So, um, and I've got quite a lot of get, obviously, in November. I've also got uh, Pokemon coming out for the Switch that I'll probably jump on. As I said, I've got Metroid and I've got Animal Crossing building up and no doubt I'll continue. I still need to continue playing Psychonauts 2 on the the, the um, Xbox and obviously probably a bit more of that Back for Blood game. So yeah, we need quite a sort of back catalogue of recent sort of games type of thing. Not like, obviously I've got loads of old games that I still need to play, but I sort of feel like if I don't jump on some of those titles now, they're soon be in the in the backlog as well. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's nice that it's coming out. I do like that at least because I don't think the price is ridiculous. It just haven't been budgeted for. Um, but it's nice that at least they're breaking them out. I, I mean, it's, it's strange that um, obviously PlayStation Now is getting there three weeks later, but at least they'll get it <clears throat> down the line. It's only three weeks. And I think the the thing is, if you buy it, then you get Vice City. And as you said, a lot of people do like Vice City. And I think a lot of it is because of the 80s theme. It's very strong in that game. And I do have a feeling, hopefully, that's where GTA 6 will be going back to. We'll be going back to a Miami-esque um, place. But I, I'm, I am excited because, obviously, these games huge part of the game in childhood, as they call. So it'd be nice to visit them and see what they're like. Um, but that is all for just the quick news. Just want to quickly wrap it up. Um before we get on to talking about Back for Blood, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and let you know how we feel. Okay, welcome back um, to Neon Jellyfish Arcade. We'll be talking about Back for Blood here. Um, so Back for Blood, I'll just jump in to give you a, a kind of a brief history is made by the same people that made Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 that came out in 2008 and 2009 respectively. And this game seems to have taken on a bit of a life. I remember when this was announced, there was a lot of hype for this game. A lot of hype as people saw that it was, you know, being revealed and people thought, oh, we're going back to the classics. You know, we never got Left 4 Dead 3, which a lot of people wanted. And it was done by the same team. They got the 4 in it. Everything was going well. And then it just seemed to have died off <laughs> completely. I played the beta a couple of weeks ago. I think maybe my comments might be a bit harsh. Um, but then it came out in Game Pass and we've managed to finally sit down and play it. So, Sean, just your initial impressions of Battle for Blood. What did you feel? What did it make you feel? It seems okay. I get the, the strongest part of that game for me is its social aspect of playing with other people. I mean, to me... Personally, this might sound incredibly harsh. It feels like a game, I guess, from the 360 era. I, 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 there's not one bit of that game that felt modern to me, the gameplay. Like, there's, the enemies seem to just have an auto spawn out of sort of nowhere sometimes. Like, you're just, they just pop up from nowhere. I, I prefer a game that sort of feels as if there's a bit more, I guess, intelligence and strategy. I, I, I get that you need strategy in terms of where you play gun placement and turrets and how you might organize yourself 
for when sort of hordes uh, and waves sort of attack you. But in general, it sometimes feels you'll be walking along and out of nowhere, like behind you, it was clear a minute ago, but then all of a sudden, you know, I, 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 I this is one thing I used to, I always found it quite lazy sort of game design. I, I mean, obviously I'm not a game designer, but when you just have enemy spawn type of thing to, to, to make the game challenging, I feel you should use the environment and, enemy placement to make the game sort of challenging not well we're just going to keep spawning enemies out of this this point to 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 make the game sort of challenging it should be challenging as i said sort of based around how it's <clears throat> actually built and designed not just by throwing more and more at you with a sort of unlimited supply sort of event enemies because uh, this is just my personal take i find that a bit world breaking because i'm like why would all these and maybe I think too much of it, zombies just be waiting in this one room until I come walking by type of thing. And this is like a never ending room of a zombie. It's like a clown car. I'll open the door and then there'll just be like <laughs> a wave of <laughs> crawling out of it. The way the zombies just sort of never end uh, type of thing it, until the game, you get to a point where the game's like, well, now the zombies end. I don't know. It just sort of feels a bit, feels too much of that old style of, gaming where it's like you have to hit a certain wave or time point before stuff sort of blocks off as opposed to you sort of being a bit more strategic of how you sort of navigate and and as I said use the environment and some of those things more to your advantage I mean the graphics also looked fine but again I felt there was nothing there that made me feel I mean I more or less sort of skipped I did buy a xbox one um s in yeah both of that generation um so, but apart from that I've, i i more or less skipped that generation but playing this game it feels like i mean obviously the textures i'm assuming are all up for it from what you well, would we'll, get on a 360 but it will go into very much of that era we're going to go graphics and i do agree with you um I do. I guess the point I didn't feel like I was playing anything modern, and I guess to some degree it's not designed to feel that. It's meant to make you feel like you're playing Left 4 Dead, basically. Yeah, it's not meant to. It's not meant to make you feel like well, you're playing a next gen experience. It's probably there to. But I kind of felt I wanted a bit more from it personally. I guess. Okay, well, we'll get into a bit more of that later. Um, but as I quite agree with you, it's it is a very much a game from a time gone. They have updated the mechanics, and it doesn't play. I would say it doesn't play like the game did back then because the shooting's a lot better. They're using projectiles, not hit scan. Um, the way the world the loading, I do think this is a very functional game. At least it works. I mean, I will give them that. Like it, everything seems to work the way it does. But they are using a system that they did back in 2009 and I do agree with you it's I don't say want to say it feels dated but it feels very old school in the way it does its presentation um, and the way that you interact with the world of loading um, in with the whole health system I guess I'd describe it as it's quite uninspired it feels very safe and 100% I think my biggest bear with this game and we did get a little bit we played one mission well, my biggest uh, biggest bear, and I'll show you one time when it actually get it, got it right, 
is that this game I feel is, but yeah, you're right. It's very uninspired that this does nothing new in this zombie dystopian world of like, it just looks like I've seen these places. I've seen these people so many times and it's such a shame because nothing stands out. Like we, you go through middle America through a wood, then a church, then a mine, then some houses, then a runway, then a runway motorway um back out into like a derelict street it's just got nothing that you you know you remember like oh i remember this place oh i have it like wow this is quite an unique place the only one where it finally for me i was like oh this actually is fun because there's something a little bit fun about it was we were fighting in the bar and you have to activate the jukebox to get some survivors out apparently distract the zombies and it started playing the back black betty song which is a good song while you're going around killing zombies in this small little bar that you just. But I would argue out. that's not necessarily the game. It's it's more the music because obviously music but, can have be quite an emotional driver in those kind of things. But, but my thing is, it was something. It was something that was different. It was something that we haven't like I haven't heard before. Like it was that music that was pumping in the game. I'm not saying it was the game that suddenly changed it, but just by adding some music, it felt fun. It felt like it was something different from what I've been playing for the last hour or so, it just feels like if you was to play this game, Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, Act 4, back to back, and I wouldn't recommend it. But if you was to do that back to back, I would feel like you would get a lot of same. It would be doing the same thing. We're just in a different, slightly different environment. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how far, because I only started playing it on the Friday, so about two days ago. So we're on Act 1, we're Still. towards the end, <laughs> uh, and there's four Acts, Act 4, well, from what you, I can see, There's I don't know if the timeline shifts across when you get to the end. But um, but from what you can see on the screen, Act Four is the final one. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess for I mean, and maybe this happens later in. Um, I, I must admit, I've not looked at any reviews of it, so my personal take is purely my own at the moment. I've not seen what other people have also said, but. I guess the way I feel like what the game sort of needs is something to, even if there's some levels based around set pieces, not all of them, obviously you need a good sort of balance there, but you know, say if you were on a cable car for part of it or something, and as you pass other cable cars with these zombies or whatever, and you know, or you had to do one where you're sort of on a truck racing through the forest and there's other, you know, sort of something that sort of, I don't know, levels that were designed more as sort of set pieces you weren't just gradually walking around these sort of derelict streets because yeah as you said at the moment there's nothing too out there that you, you don't feel you haven't seen a million times before in games where everything's sort of gone to top gone to pot and there's just the undead wandering around type of thing in these derelict sort of diners and stores and stuff yeah. like that it's just like well give me something where i have to i don't know say you're like on a train but the train's actually racing down the you know so the levels move or something you know you're actually traveling to to sort of somewhere or you've got to sort of navigate getting onto something before it leaves so there's a train about to pass and you have to you have to try and get on it before, although I guess if it's derelict, the trains wouldn't really be running on time. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, that, that kind of thing, I just sort of feel it needs to be some of those 
sort of standout sort of le- they're not the levels that necessarily make the game um but you know like but they give it they like, i'll give you an example um this is from left for dead 2 their levels in one level they call it dead center because one thing about left for dead was that they based their acts on films <laughs> so they kind of not on films but for instance dead center was all about getting to a hospital and getting to the mall now, so you started off in the hospital when they had flashing lights and it was like a spooky, scary hospital run wild, but you go through like a operating theater, you go through the wards with the lights flashing, and then you end up in a shopping mall. And I'm not saying these are crazy locations, but they stick out in your mind because you're going through a shopping mall and obviously everyone's dead, but you're going through the jewelry section, you're going through the shopping, but obviously the shopping mall is playing announcements and you know that, you know, shopping music that they have that kind of mm-hmm. uplifting. And then you've got to hold out in the main atrium of the shopping mall and get the lift to go up. Um, I remember that quite well and vividly. Well, that's the finish. You'd have more interactive environment because it feels to me, this is where I sort of feel it's dated, as in you're moving through an environment and nothing interacts. It's like when we passed for a truck on a level yesterday and there's a load of toy turtles or terrapins or yeah. something that had all Sticks fallen out, out the no, but I'm saying this was a bad thing because you walk over yeah. them and they, they don't get kicked across the floor by your character. I sort of feel like it feels the world feels very static and like that's what I mean by it feels quite dated. I just, none of the environment is sort of interactive and I'm not like saying you should be able to blast a hole necessarily in a wall to be able to pass through it to the, to the, to the next room or something. But I'm just sort of saying it, that's... To me, as you said, if you've got a level where you're in a supermarket or, or something, you should be able to, I don't know, maybe knock over the, the, the sort of stands onto a zombie if you can see there's one the other. So you play more with the environment. The environment's very static, stationary, that you can't do a sort of look. It feels all very flat to me, a sort of very, un, un, I get that no one's lived in it hence all the sort of zombies but it feels even more unlived in type of thing and that as I get as I said sometimes I sort of feel especially I guess in 2021 type of feel, it feels a bit game breaking ish type of thing I, I just felt the technology in a game like that should have personally moved on a bit I'm not saying you should be able to pick up every item on a shelf or something that everything's completely interactable but you should be able to do more with with the sort of environment type of thing it feels like i could shoot a load of stuff and it wouldn't have any impact because it's a it's a it's a texture map to something it's it's not actually a a movable object in its sort of own right and i guess that obviously requires more development and programming and all of that but that's where i that's what i mean by it sort of feels a bit sort of dated you've got these sort of quite static sort of levels that you move through and then it's you know yeah it just feels like I'm playing something from like years ago and I guess to some degree um well you kind of feel it's not stuff hasn't moved on sort of too much Uh, and that's what I feel with some of other game sort of series sometimes is they don't take but I I I kind of agree with you there but I mean Left 4 Dead 2 we also had like a dark the level was called Dark Carnival. Already that's evoking things, but you would play through the fairgrounds. The second chapter, you'll play through a coaster and you could actually ride the coaster, I believe. Oh, no, that was it. The coaster chased you 
But that's what I mean. That three. stuff would be better if you could go on like the merry-go-round or even a mm. Ferris wheel and shoot. But from... you could, well, you could play the game. You know, as you go into the fairground and they have those games that yeah. you play. You could play those as you went through them, and the level ended up in that you would go into a concert. And I do remember this because you had to run to the concert while the zombies were running against you, and it would be quite a intense moment. The game would prep you, like saying, "Be careful, you're about to run against ones." And then when you go to the concert. A whole band plays, the music plays, and you have to hold out in this big old concert with the music going. It just gives you that, like, what was I say? The identity. It just makes you feel like you're playing a different game to just not another zombies. At the well, moment, there is you just nothing. want the environment to feel more lived in. As I said, they feel more like levels in a game as opposed to actual real environment. They just feel boring. They just look like I'm just. I just don't like, I mean, I said this in the beta and I said, I worry because I thought, because I was kind of looking forward to it. And I mean, the, apart from that one where we talked about the bar scene and the going, I mean, I did say the music, but at least it was something. But I just think it's boring. It's like, now go to the liquor store. Oh, great. Go to the library. Now go to the mill. I was like, these aren't exactly places to get that old heart pumping. <laughs> to go, oh, I well, no, as I said, that to me, the strongest part of this game is its social aspect of being able to play with other people. That's its strongest in trying to create those experience and maybe the game's leaning way too heavy on that so the you might argue the experiences you're getting from the game are the ones you're you're getting from playing with other people whether they be random or or playing with your your friends they're that they're the moments that you're gonna sort of remember um for example this isn't a great moment but when we revived one of our friends the other night we sort of ran into danger to revive him (laughs) He kind of felt his time was up, so he'd gone off to do something. So we risked our sort of lives in the game to, to sort of revive him. And then his character was just stood there and we was trapped in this room with zombies and then ultimately kind of ended up dying because we was unable to get out. And obviously he, he was away from his Xbox and not doing anything type of thing because uh, he kind of felt he wasn't expecting to sort of return type of thing. Uh, so he'd gone off to do something else that 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 moment uh obviously not necessarily the great example but it's i guess something those social perhaps moments of like whether you're sort of have a bit of banter or whatever with your friends in, in sort of moments when someone does something like that or someone pulls off a pretty cool kill or, or when you've had to hold out in areas they're the i guess the the sort of moments the game will lean on for those sort of fun times not necessarily the game itself because i feel if you're Again, if you're not playing with other people, I feel the game doesn't offer, it doesn't have enough of its own identity. So therefore it needs to rely on you and your your friends type of thing to, to sort of put the identity into it. Um, uh, I don't like that. I, 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 don't, I generally don't like that. I mean, the story of this game is, I mean, it almost feels like there is no story. I mean, I don't expect him to sit me down and go, here's it good story but at least if you're going to attempt i liked how left the dead handled it that the stories weren't really connected it was like here's a movie poster this is the theme you know then we'll stick to that theme it was more of a theme than a story here there's no theme in and they chose this story of let's get the supplies it's just like ugh, okay then, yeah, then we're moving on and when you've got a party of four you don't really want to sit all sit there and watch a story together because it's made, as you said, it's made for a social aspect. Yeah, I don't want to sit there and hear people 
<laughs> all our friends are going to sit there and go, all right, let's, let's listen to this story. Because you can't hear the characters talk to each other. I know they are saying things to each other, but obviously we're talking to each other, so we're talking over them. So I feel like it's one of those yeah, things... It didn't necessarily bother me too much, but yeah, I mean... It doesn't bother me, but it's like, if your story... You know this ain't going to be a heavily story-driven. I don't expect it to be. So then do something interesting, fun. But what they've done is they told a really boring story in a really boring way, and half art, like, didn't really do much of it, and it doesn't come off because we're talking over it. It seems like a strange decision. I guess the way I would sort of summarise this game is if, you're, if you've got Game Pass or a way that you can play it cheaply Thank or something. God for Game Pass on this. It's <laughs> a fun play, but I mean, uh, there's no way I would be touching this game if I was sort of paying for it. Because uh, as I said, it's a bit of a fun little romp, but it's 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 definitely not not worth any sort of real sort of financial investment into it i guess i'll word it like that it's it's a fun way to spend an evening or two and so and like i said i'll happily play some more of it with you guys just to sort of see how it sort of progresses but um it's something yeah i'm not sure i'd do more than a couple of hours in in any one stint as i said the 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 fun comes from as i said the social aspects If, if you're playing this solo then i wouldn't touch this at all uh, with a no, sort of I, large pole, you, there's just nothing. You know what? You know what's crazy yeah. with the solo play. You don't oh. unlock achievements, or you don't you don't unlock anything. So if you play the solo, there's no progress to be saved, which makes me I can't understand the decision behind that. It's almost like they actively discourage you to play solo, so you have to play it with people. And I get that kind of thing, but it's like at least give me the option. Uh, if I want to play solo, I don't understand this game is playing for four people, but they've actively discouraged you from playing solo. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, I guess I just, yeah, I mean, I guess I just know much more I can really add. It just feels a bit well, just a few of more, its time. Well, a few more comments before we give a kind of a founder roundup for me. There's a few more things that I've done. Is that um, I think the more reason why I'm annoyed than you it's because I played Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 and they were amazing. They were very good games and I would happily pay for those games. If I bought this, I would not be happy. I would be like, might have made a mistake here. I mean, thank God it was on Game Pass because it means that we can try it out and it means that more people, because you do need four people and it is fun when you can play that, but I always think that's a cop-out because I think, you know, doing the lawn with three of your friends is probably more enjoyable. It's still not an enjoyable task and it's really like doing the lawn. But it's like here, it's like this is this game I would never play on my own. But I don't mind playing it with people because it's a fun it's a fun, somewhat fun activity, but there are better games that do this. Um, yeah, I mean this is a game that is definitely built for 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 being on a subscription service for sure. There's no yeah. way I would to just because I don't feel as I said, it offers enough of its own as a package by itself to to keep you invested um whereas if you've not already sort of paid for it everything it can be the uh and as long as it remains on a subscription service it, you can drop in and out from time to time type of thing you can go back to it type of thing there's sort of no pressure whereas i feel if you bought it you depending on if you bought it digitally or physically you might be looking to sort of get rid of it like trade it in or or, or whatever like I just don't think there's a huge amount of longevity to it. I mean, I don't expect to be playing this 
much into November, to be fair. Um, like I said, if you guys are on it, then I might yeah, we'll, jump we'll, in the we'll, odd we'll... session, but I don't, I don't foresee, I mean, I definitely don't expect to be playing this in December for sure. Like, I, I feel like I would have got on most of what I can, unless something, as I said, but I've only played what act, most of Act 1's got to offer so far. Who knows, Act 2 and 3 might actually sort of decide to sort of mix it up. I mean, I feel it should have mixed it up before then if it, if it does decide to mix it up. But as I said, maybe there's um, more exciting stuff sort of down the road. But Act 1 is quite big. There seems to, because it's almost in sub-chapters. So you have like Act 1, one of three, and then you've got like a number two mini levels, and then another block of three, like little, as I said, sort of almost sub chapters within that that sort of first act type of thing. Um, and I've got a feeling that one might be the longest, but yeah, who knows? Two might really. No, act one is the longest. Looking at the timeline thing down there, um, but just closing comments. Would you recommend this game? I'd only recommend it if you've got a way to play it on something like Game Pass or if you've got a way to I don't know if PlayStation do something like this as well if you have the um, library sharing sort of feature with someone <coughs> so if you went halves on it if, it, if it's your kind of jam um, I must admit first person shooters aren't necessarily my thing but if this is your sort of jam and you went halves on it and you had the ability to share a library type of thing so only one needed to pay for it but you were looking forward to go through it with a buddy or something, then that seems fine to me. But otherwise, if you've just got a passing interest, then I would wait until, because I'm sure this kind of game will drop onto like the the, the PlayStation equivalent. I think it's PlayStation, it's not PlayStation Plus, there's like the other thing they have for the, uh, I'm, sure, sorry, I'm sure this will drop onto their equivalent at some point sort of in the future as well. So I would sort of wait till then if you're on PlayStation, but if you're on Game Pass, uh, if you're on Xbox, then maybe invest the, the one-off payment of, if you don't already have the membership of the sort of 10 to 15 pound type of thing to, to try it for a month. Obviously with a load of other games you can try, but, and then really see if you want to, because then you can continue your subscription or, or cancel it. I know you might, scream craziness that anyone who wants to cancel a subscription to game pass but i'll allow it okay that's so nice of you i mean yeah i i think this is a missed opportunity this game this is why i, I get a little bit frustrated because this is why i had such a hype it's because it was coming from the same studio everyone was all great they're bringing some new innovations i mean i know they're bringing the cards but it's not n- enough for me um, they could bring new innovations they could build on what they had learn what they had but this is actually a step back from what they made in the past this is actually they made the great two great games and then they made a, one that's not as good as that those two great games so it's a step back um, I, I do agree with you if you've got a game pass then give it a go with your friends but yeah I, I couldn't recommend anyone to pay money for this I mean Anyone who's got an Xbox should have Xbox Game Pass. Well, so. like I said, I could only recommend you pay money for it if it's already part of your jam and you're, you've got a way to split the cost. Like, uh, it's definitely not... I think there's better games it, You would treat do it this. as a budget. I think budget there's, better games. Game. there's better games that do this. Um, so I couldn't even recommend it over other games like World War Z, even Call of Duty Zombies. I would say it's a better game 
Just pick up Call of yeah, Duty. Yeah, but if it's, this is part of what you like, there's a good chance you might already own it. Maybe, maybe. I, I couldn't do it uh, because I think that's a kind of a strange thing to say. It's part of your jam, but I was like, when someone's, you know, regardless, they'll go buy it. But I, I would say even just for the average person um, who likes games, who likes first-person shooters, I, I, I would say... No, for the average person, people. I wouldn't bother doing it. But if you're really into sort of the zombie sort of, especially as it's around the month Halloween and uh, and stuff like that, you might be. I want something new and fresh type of thing. So you might say, "Well, I've played the zombies on Call of Duty, and I played War War Z. I don't know when that came out, but you might be um, play Resident Evil." Uh, but again, then on new either. The, the, the point <laughs> I'm making is someone plays... might want to play something new, and I'm saying if that is your thing, if you've got a way to to sort of split the cost or or get it through Game Pass, that's the sort of best way without investing sort of, sort of too much. I'm not saying like yeah, you should I, I, I get never get it regardless type I get. Thing. I some get people will, just because I don't enjoy it doesn't mean I don't really enjoy Call of Duty, but there's a heck of a lot of people that do. My, yeah, my but, opinion doesn't cover everyone. But so. I think if this is your jam, you already know, but for the average person, I couldn't recommend it. Um, but that's everything we've got time for this week. Thank you for making us part of your week and listening to the show. If you do have any questions, complaints, or comments, please do email us at neonjellyfisharcade at gmail.com. That's neonjellyfisharcade at gmail.com. Next week, it'll be a Nintendo game, Sean, that we'll be reviewing. I know you've been waiting all year to review a Nintendo game. What's that? Mario Party Superstars on the Nintendo Switch will be released on the 29th of October worldwide. Um, We'll be playing it next week on our uh, Halloween um, so our show will be coming out one day later um, just so we can play it and we'll be giving you a review of that game um, I know for myself this is one this is the first Nintendo game I'll be buying on day one since 2014 so this will be the first Nintendo game I'm excited to buy let's put it that way you need to sort it out boy. Yeah, maybe I do but this is this is the game that speaks to me the most from Nintendo for a very very long time Um. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm very excited to play this um, next week. Um, but anyway, that's coming next week. So we hope. To, so we look forward to seeing you then. But from us, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. See you later. <laughs>